from St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community. This is Soulful Sundays, a weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law. And daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it is going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. We've got a tough one ahead of us today, y'all. But, but, we can, at least I can, as a preacher, I hope you as a listener can be comforted this, uh, this day that we read this story out of Luke instead of Matthew, because I would much rather talk about Jesus not coming to bring peace but division rather than Matthew's version, which is, I come not to bring peace but a sword, right? Like violent Jesus is a little harder to talk about than like, let's have a family fight Jesus. So, um, you know. Take some comfort in that with me for a moment before we explore. The family unit was the very cornerstone of the social structure of Israel. There were no public welfare programs. There were no safety nets for those estranged from their families. The family, the household, was at the core of Israel's identity It was the very foundation of social and economic status and community. You only existed so far as your family existed. We see this in other parts of the Gospels where people recognize Jesus because he's Mary's son or John's brother. Or in an example from the Old Testament, the story of Ruth, 
where she chooses to follow her mother-in-law, Naomi, after her husband dies because she has no other family. And without it, she has no identity. So tonight, it's not enough simply to say out of the gospel that father will turn against son and son against father, which is tough to swallow because that's traumatic on its own, right? I have a daughter being born in three weeks or less, (laughs) and I already can't tolerate the idea of being divided from her for any reason, much less because of the will of Christ. But as awful as that sounds, and as clear as Jesus' words are, I think what he's saying goes much, much deeper and wider than that. What Jesus is saying in his litany of family division is not just that some small household may fight and split open. What he is saying is that the very social fabric of Israel will be ripped apart, will be divided, will be torn in two, just like the veil which separates heaven and earth which is ripped apart from top to bottom when Jesus breathes his last upon the cross. The work of the gospel of Jesus Christ does not on its surface bring peace on this side of that veil. It demands that we choose a side. It demands we turn against the injustices and cruelty of the world It demands we stand up and proclaim love in the face of hatred, forgiveness in the face of vengeance, powerlessness in the face of the powerful. It is a life of conflict and struggle to follow the way of Jesus. It pulls at the threads of our social fabric until it all unravels and not one stitch is left. It is a complete and utter destruction of our lives. But I think there's still a message of hope in there, right? Isn't it the message of hope in Christ that those things which die can live again? That those things which become unraveled, which are torn apart, which are full of division, which breed hatred and anger which cause us to die over and over again under the weight of sin and destruction, all of it can be brought back to life through the resurrection and redemption of Jesus. The peace we seek is on the other side of that heavenly veil, the one that gets ripped, that gets torn apart when Christ dies on the cross. And we can't get there without going through here, this life, and this world, and this reality, and it's full of families turned against families, and neighbors against neighbors, and nations against nations. Christ knew the turmoil his life and gospel would bring. He knew the way it would turn the world upside down, would tear the social system apart, would burn away all that which was old and dead and sinful. But he also knew what would come after. 
that peace which passes all understanding, that redemption and reconciliation which heals the world, the new heaven and the new earth where unity and grace reign. We want the loving Jesus, right? We love the idea of Jesus as the Prince of Peace, the healer, the compassionate Messiah, the lover of souls. We can tolerate that Jesus and that gospel. But there is nothing easy or tolerable about what Christ speaks of in tonight's passage. And not surprisingly, I think there's equally nothing easy or tolerable about the reality in which we live. We are full of division. Pick up a newspaper. While you're at it, you better pick up three or four different ones because even the media has been divided into biased corners of the system. It's a painful, painful reality we find ourselves in today. Throw a rock and you'll hit someone who not just dislikes, but hates what you think and believe, even in this sanctuary. So if you squirmed or shuddered as you heard our gospel passage today, good. If you got uncomfortable or dismissive or upset or discontent, good. Because our current reality was just called out. Good because the gospel of Jesus Christ does not come to make our lives easy or pleasant or peaceful. Good because the gospel of Jesus Christ comes to turn our world upside down. To tear apart our social order. To burn away all those things which bring us to death's doorstep each and every day. It is painful and conflict-ridden and, yes, divisive. But when we embrace the true work of the gospel, the tearing apart of the social order, the burning away of the old and dead things, the destruction of power and corruption, we also embrace the tearing apart of the veil which separates us from the kingdom of heaven. And that is the kingdom of peace and unity, of redemption and love, of eternal life where death has no more hold. And it is that division which Christ ultimately comes to heal. So take heart. The hard work of the gospel is not without hope. The Christ who came to divide also comes to heal. And we will all find peace at last when the kingdom of heaven draws near. Amen.
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.